boom, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, SEO, search engine optimization. You know, it's that thing that's actually going to get you found over the internet, especially when you're in a congested industry. So you need to know how to do that a little better. That's what this conversation is all about today. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life, prestige, wealth, freedom, it can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you. And welcome to another episode of Business Boss. All right, business bros, let's get ready to take your SEO game to the next level. On today's episode, we'll be talking about how you can stand out in a crowded industry like personal injury, for example. Our guest has built a reputation for delivering exceptional results and customer service and has won multiple awards for his work as a personal injury attorney. Now, with rankings, which is his company, you're not only going to get promises, you're going to get proof. So find out how the best of the best are making the cut here at Rankings on this episode of the Business Bros Podcast. And let's welcome to the show the founder of Rankings.io, Mr. Chris Dreyer. All right, Chris, let's party, man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. What an intro. <laughs> it's fun, man. Look, you got a mic. You do a lot of content. I've been following you on social media. You are a freaking content machine. So if you're not having fun doing it, then what are you doing it for, right? Yes, sir. You got to do it. You got to do it. Content and sales, right? Content and sales. So let's talk about first, let's make it, uh, let's go back to the absolute basics, right? Mm -hmm. What is SEO and how has it changed or helped you in your particular industry? Yeah, good question. SEO is just search engine optimization. It's ranking primarily on Google because they own the line share. They basically own the monopoly on the search engines. There are tons of variables. We can get super granular. We can go deep, but it really comes down to three pillars. It's going to come down to content, your content strategy that gives you the opportunity. It's going to come to your website to make sure that Consumers can get the information they're looking for. It answers their consumer intent. It, it loads quickly, all those things for a good user experience. And then links. I like to say, if you're trying to win an election, you want to get as many votes as possible. If you're trying to win the first page of Google, you want to get as many high quality links as possible. That's mainly organic. On the local side, it, it's almost the same thing, but you can toss in reviews and proximity. And uh, we can go deep on any of those. Dude, the... Uh... I heard this thing the other day. They were asking the question, what's the most important thing in your business? Is it the marketing? Is it the sales? Is it the web design? And it was kind of a trick question because the truth is it's the first thing that the customer sees, right? Whatever step you're in for that customer, that's the most important part because no matter which one you have, like doesn't matter which one you think you need help in, wherever the customer falls off, that's your biggest problem. And you laid out like the three right there, content, website, and links. So let's start with the content side. In order for you to rank, uh, for Google to find you, it's gotta have stuff to search. So when you mean content, what does that actually mean? Great question. It's just the words and phrases that go on your website. And 
consider this in 2016 there were trillions of web pages but even with that said maybe some of the topics weren't covered so just by the nature of creating an article that answers a question you could rank it didn't have to be phenomenal but now most of the core topics are covered right there there are some exceptions of new new things coming out but a lot of the the core information is covered so Gone are the days where you just create it. It has to be exceptional to stand out because there's just so much competition. And a lot of people say content is king. Content that's great is table stakes in the mm. SEO game. That's that's kind of a, a weird thing to say there, but just to break it down, right? So mm -hmm. like you have to start doing something. You have to start creating at some point and it will get better over time. It will, you might become king over time, but you gotta at least have a meal every single day, something to start putting in front of the customer. So you mentioned, you know, having the wording on your, on your website. What about video? What about audio? Is that also helping in today's game? Yeah, those are just other forms of content, right? There's audio and visual and, if those those are being applied to your website can keep a user engaged longer. It can be signals that are great for Google. I like to say that, and, and you've mentioned this, there has to be execution and quality comes from quantities. Mm -hmm. So the more you do something, the better you get at it, the more you can improve. And not everyone comes out of the gate and just spectacular and a pro, whether it's a podcast or a, a YouTube show or a live streaming show, you've got to put in the work and over time it just gets better. Dude, practice makes uh, progress. I don't like to say perfect because I don't think there's anything that comes out that's perfect anymore. But that progression is what gets you there. I, you know, I, I said this earlier today. I was talking about how Kobe was living, talking about living the dream. And everybody looks at the dream as him being on the court and the NBA and the finals and all that stuff. But he says it's really about showing up at the gym every single day when nobody's there and putting in that daily work. And I look at content creation the same way. If you're trying to make the perfect video, chances are you post and it's going to flop. But you consistently post stuff on a regular basis. That's where the progress is made, right? Yeah, and our attention just goes everywhere, the consumer attention. So a lot of times people don't even see some of the videos that that you know where we're insecure about those situations like most consumers won't even see those videos and over time they got to see them through repetition all right let me ask you about the company rankings.io so what what prompted you to kind of create this what's the mission there when you when you started that company oh geez i i was an affiliate marketer and i was doing kind of some short short term orientation stuff i wasn't doing things focused around quality and I was making pretty good money. And then overnight, one of those algorithm updates happened and just nuked my income. Mm. So at the time, I wasn't the most mature um, individual. And I was spinning, blowing a lot of my money, partying. And I ended up getting a job at an agency and rose to be their top guy, their top SEO guy. And it's the classic, hey, I, you know, I think I can do this better. I want to do it on my own. So that's why I launched at the time attorneyrankings.org. And through working with attorneys... Over time, I found that personal injury attorneys were in the most demand. They needed they needed the most help because of competition. And there was just a lot of opportunity for expertise there. And I just drilled down. And that's kind of what got me into the PI space. So it's not just legal marketing. It's more personal injury lawyer marketing. Now let me ask you, I, I know there's a lot of attorneys who are worried about 
rules, regulations, what you can say, what you can't say. And I've seen them from all ends of the spectrum. I've had people on the show that are really conservative about what they say. And then I've had other ones that are like the attorney in heels, for example. And she's just, you know, smoking hot, wearing her stuff promptly. Like, this is my brand. This is who I am. And it's working for her as well. Um, so when you talk about some of the stuff that lives on the internet forever, and we have to kind of worry about that in that space, is it is it important to have a brand to start building your SEO? Does it make a difference versus kind of just being standard minutia in the industry? Mm -hmm. I think the larger you get, the more important brand is. In the beginning, if you just divided it into binary and the direct response into brand, at the beginning, you need cash. You you need to generate revenue. So direct response, it's it's more quick. You know, doing Google ads, there's a lot of different rev, um, things that fall under that basket. And then there might be a smaller percentage of brand because that's a long-term game. That's a long-term orientation. So, but the bigger you get, the more important brand is. And I think that that's how you cut through the noise. That's how you're, you differentiate yourself. That's how you stand out. That's how you're memorable is to have a, a very distinguished brand. And it just shifts over time. And I think that's where over in the long term, that's where you spend most of your money. Let me ask you about uh, AI making its debut here a couple months ago and kind of changing the game. Um, I'm of the mindset that now more than ever, a brand is absolutely vital to your business, mainly because I feel that our traditional search query is going away. The way we look for information, that is going to be of the past, you know, right now it's like, we used to have to go to the library to figure out information, go to the card catalog, look for the book, grab the book, look to see if the relevant information was on there, whatever it is. Then the internet came out, sort of scraped the libraries away and it gave us links of information that was relevant. And we still had to do some research and figure out what's going on to get the information we're looking for. But today we got things like ChatGPT, where if I'm gonna ask it a question, it's not gonna send me a bunch of links that maybe have my results. It's gonna give me its version of the answer. And I believe that having a brand is that much more important, especially because I want to be the answer that ChatGPT gives, right? How is that going to affect the SEO game? Oh, we're directly aligned here. I think that queries where they're, they're just factual, what time is it? Those types of queries, you know, ChatGPT is going to be flawless, you know, and, and they're going to, it's going to be something you can use. But anytime there's any opinion or subjectivity to a query, you know, who's the best personal injury lawyer in Chicago? Well, I don't know. What's your injury? Do you have a, you know, or did you hurt your back? Did you, were you in a car accident? Do you have a slip and fall? So I think that there still needs to be options. You might want a trial attorney where, you know, you get a bigger outcome or you may need cash right now. And you might want a, someone that's going to try to negotiate and settle before they go to litigate. So it, there's just all these differences. And I think that's where brand stands, why it's so important. The other thing that we got to look at is, you know, the DOJ going up against Google and trying to break it up as a monopoly. So how, what's going to happen there? It, our search engine is going to be fractured like a lot of other businesses. And then we're going to have to pay attention to say, you know, the Apple search engine or, you know, more so Bing and, and these other search engines. So, and I think through that, the brand is going to ring as the, as the strongest, right? It, it just kind of resonates across all platforms and channels. 
Let me let me ask you about the your your company itself because there's a lot of different companies out there that are SEO agencies that are they have a claim to fame that they're going to help build your agency and and find get you a higher on search results. What differentiates Ranking.io from those other agencies that might be out in the market? Well, you said it proof, not promises. If if any SEO nerds are listening and you look at like Ahrefs uh, traffic value as a as a metric. There might be 10 to 20 PI firms in the United States that have over a million ARES traffic value. We've got at least five of those and, and we really dominate the major markets. So if look, if you're, if you're a trademark attorney, there might only be another trade, one other trademark attorney in a city. And just by the nature of having a site and doing basic SEO, you can rank. But if you're a personal injury attorney in Chicago or Los Angeles or New York or Atlanta, it's a war. It's a war of quality and quantity and obtaining reviews. And that that's where we really shine is we, we really focus on the high end, most saturated, most competitive markets. Let me ask you about that focus. Cause you said a couple things here that are, are important or that you kind of just mentioned, but are important things like reviews, for example, things that are going to get you the most kind of traffic. Um, when people are thinking SEO, they're always thinking, at least me personally, the words that you write in your, that, that Google's going to find directly, but there are other aspects to SEO that give Google the validation that your website is more valuable than others. So what are some of those things that people can focus? on so that they can get more traction when they're in their SEO game that they may be able to do personally? Definitely reviews, right? The, the consumer behaviors change. Before, someone would just go to Google and search and, and make a hiring decision. Now, individuals are going to Google, then they're going to read the reviews, then they're going to social media, then they're having these private conversations and DMs to make a decision. The other thing that when we talk about reviews is the the rating itself can impact your SEO. Think about this. If you were going to a new city and you type best restaurants near me, you wouldn't expect to see in the map pack a one-star review. You'd, you'd want to see fives and, and you know, 4.9s. It's the same for legal. So not only is the quantity of your reviews, but also the quality and maintaining, you know, a, a great review rating. There are other things that go into prominence besides reviews. There are things like the the nature of the the site that that you get a link from, a link from like a Wall Street Journal versus you know a new blog spot, and uh, some of those just have trust signals that are you know significantly more powerful than you know a new website. You know, traffic sites that are very healthy with a lot of traffic and that Google really favors are better than a site that has a high DR and no traffic. So there there are a lot of different things that go into this. On the review side. It's also the nature of the business. And I'm going to speak to for legal because that's my main expertise. But in the PI space, if I'm getting binary here, there's typically that settlement mill that doesn't. Uh, and then there's this the trial firm. The trial firm has these very high barrier entry. They're not taking very many cases, might only do a handful of cases because they're getting maximum value versus the mill is going to take the soft tissue. Well, the reason that's an issue from an SEO strategy is the mill has an opportunity for way more reviews than the trial attorney. And since that's a signal that can impact your SEO presence, and that's there's a lot of things that go into this and the strategies to obtain reviews. But when you're really trying to improve your reputation, not only from a social proof and conversion standpoint, 
uh, but also on the SEO standpoint, you, you, you got to think about reviews and those quality reviews. Let me ask you a personal question because you're working with a lot of attorneys here and a lot of the attorneys that I know here in San Diego, especially the personal injury ones, Mm -hmm. They have a lot of fun, man. Like they do, they put on a lot of events. They do a lot of giving back to the community. They, they are just everywhere. You see them on all the bus benches. You see them on all the buses themselves. You see them on billboards. You see them all over the place trying to get their name out. Cause like you said, it's mm -hmm. a war zone for some of these guys, but on a personal level, What's it like being around these guys and being part of some of the fun activities that you get to do as they give back to the community? Oh, it, it's so much fun. You know, yeah. And I know the San Diego uh, area really well. You know, you got Gomez, you got the King on before. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, they, they all have their different styles and their different positioning and they're doing a lot of grassroots marketing. You know, our when we work with them, we're not as involved in like the grassroots marketing, like the turkey giveaways or the backpack giveaways or those types of things, which are fantastic. Um, we see them at legal events. A lot of the the PI owners are former athletes. They're super competitive. You know, they used to do sports, so um, you know it, it's they're very competitive. And I know, you know, Naval talks about wealth orientation and status orientation. It's a combination of both, right? They, they're trying to invest and grow their practice, but they're also highly competitive because, you know, especially those trial attorneys, it's a zero sum game. There's a winner and there's a loser. Oh, dude, it never ends. The competition is is definitely out there. They're all really cool people. Trust me, you got the Battle Fulkersons, you got the King out here. I mean, they're they're amazing people in and of themselves. But mm -hmm. yes, they are competitive as all hell. They're fighting for every single client that they can get. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you because the competition kind of rubs off, right? You have this uh, poster right behind you about being on the Inc. Five Thousand list, uh, and there's people who pop on the list and pop off. But you guys have been there consistently, maintaining a spot. Uh, I'm assuming that's because your own competitive nature. What does it take to consistently be on that spot? That's a tough answer. <laughs> just you just have to be willing to to learn and continuously improve. So postmortems, constantly learning, having having habits, you know, hitting some of those James Clears type habits as it relates to business. So learning every single day, reading books, listening podcasts, watching YouTube videos, and then applying what you learn taking those punches in the face and then learning from your mistakes. And it's continually improving companies that have a, a disproportionate amount of sales and marketing focus versus delivery tend to grow more quickly because you can be the best trial attorney, but if no one knows who you are, you're not going to have the opportunity to do many cases. Mm. You got to be known. So it all starts there, but everything's important and it's, that's what it's all about. You just got to continually improve. There's, there's no secret recipe. Now, if we dove into, Hey, how a marketing strategy or a sales strategy or a people strategy, I can talk about all of those, but it's a combination of everything. Well, let's tell, let's, let's go into a little bit of a story mode. Cause I always think that gives yeah. you the best example. So, uh, do you have an example of maybe like a, a challenging project that you took on, uh, that was maybe a little difficult at first, but you somehow like successfully completed it? Geez, so many, um, you know, I could talk about Dolman law group. I mean, they were, uh, in North Tampa with one office and, um, you know, we've grown them to. 20 plus locations, right. And have tremendous, 
um, that they're doing now they're into torts and they're, you know, getting a ton of signups around the mass torts. Stuart Gus, when I started, they had, that's a Houston law firm. They had 20 employees. Now they got over 150, you know, and so there's a lot of, a lot of those. They, they, they have some commonalities though. They're all very competitive. They all run their firm and, and, and they're improving in how they operate their business. So they've got great review ratings, right? They're focused on creating a good experience and it just takes a lot of time and consistency then, you know, that, that's what it's all about. And I would say the the biggest thing in the SEO space, particularly in PI, is, you know, SEO specialists get a bad rap, right? They, they're called snake oil salesmen. They're called all of this. I think that there's this Dunn-Kruger type of effect where most SEO specialists don't, they don't realize the amount of competition that they're in for. So they will, you know, they're not trying to take someone's money and do a bad job. They just don't understand the amount of quantitative actions that it takes to really have an impact in this space. And sometimes they just don't charge enough and they need to do more. Uh, it's not because they're trying to, you know, do a bad job or not, you know, uh, create value. It's just a lot of times they just, they don't invest enough. It's tough at the very beginning. You, it's almost like you don't know what you don't know when you're getting into this space. So yeah. what would be, what would be some advice you give to a new personal injury attorney? Somebody who's going to come in here and they're walking into a war zone and there's tons of people that are playing in this space. Mm -hmm. How do you stand out? What advice do you give somebody who's just new into the game? First thing I would say is get a good mentor in the space. I mean, whether it's a crisp or a fireproof or a brain trust legal group, there's a bunch of them and, and get a mentor, you know, speak to the people that have already been where you want to go. Right. So then it's no, you know, guesswork. It's like, Hey, fo follow this recipe. That would be the first thing. And, and it's to really create, you know, what's, what's your vision? What do you want to happen? Do you want a really large firm? Because it's going to take sacrifices. Do you want to, have a smaller boutique where you're, you know, getting referrals from other attorneys. And it, it's just basically, it needs to be created around what, what you want for your lifestyle and how much you want to make. If you're wanting to just stand out and go ham and be one of the biggest PI attorneys in the country, you need to look at traditional marketing. You need to look at TV, even though it's old school and radio, because your CPM costs there are going to be less than five bucks versus something like OTT where you're in 20 to $60 clicks, uh, 20 to $60 CPMs, you know, so, you know, Hulu is 60 to 80 versus radio. You're getting 30 times your investment on radio. Wow. I know it's old school, but people still, there's still a big audience. And those are the types of things you need to understand. And there needs to be a digital strategy. It's just, um, speaking to the mentors, people like myself and, and other, you know, masterminds and associations on, on, on the strategy that's unique for them. Let's talk about your team. Uh, I mean, you, you spoke to the attorneys building their teams and growing their companies. Obviously you're helping more and more and more people here. What's it like to come work with rankings.io? What's your team look like? So currently we've got 34 full-time employees and we got a whole bunch of subcontractors. We'd have a lot more staff if you brought, if we had all of our content and all of our link building subcontractors in house. The reason that we don't do that is because our utilization changes and we don't want to be forced to do a tactic. We want to have the option to do the best tactic, tactic uh, especially on the content side. So 
it's just going to be a tremendous amount of um, uh, consistency, right? We have a very strategic onboarding experience, you know, with, with processes where they get hit with video and orientation and all kinds of documentation to get the assets and collateral that we need. Um, we have this internal process that we call, you know, teach our clients not to be crazy. <laughs> so we're basically, what are all the questions or what are the things that cause our clients to be crazy? Oh, we, we didn't set expectations generally. So we're setting expectations. Here's our content process. Here's how long it takes to get results. Here's what you need to do to get in touch with so-and-so. There's all these different questions that we're teaching our clients not to be crazy by doing kind of like an advanced retrospective and, and trying to answer those. And it's, I, I think a lot of it is the more you do on the front end to understand the situation you're in and the competition, the more front end strategy that you have before you just start executing and spending money wildly and doing all these crazy things, the better, uh, but, you know, create a strategy and then just execute, execute, execute. Let me ask you about the uh, time frame question there, because setting the expectations, you're in the SEO space. That is not an overnight result unless you're going with a like an ad strategy, which is a little bit different. This is going to take some time. Um, what kind of expectations do you set when you sit down with a client, especially when you're talking about SEO and setting things up? Because this is a, a long tail effect. The long term effect is very beneficial, but the short term is really hard to see and measure the results when you're first getting started. Yeah, when you ask a lot of SEO specialists, they kind of defer to six months. And, and that has not been my experience. It depends on their current state. We've worked with big TV advertisers that just had terrible technical SEO. They just had all their clog, you know, all the pipes clogged essentially. And we went in and we've done some great technical SEO and we've seen results in a couple months, tremendous results. There are other situations where you have a new solo firm and they want to compete in a major market. It's not six months, it's minimum 12 in most cases. It's just, you, you got to have those tough conversations. I, I feel better about myself when I'm really transparent and candid, like, hey, based upon this investment, it might take 14 months. I know if you go speak to another legal marketing agency, they're going to say, hey, $2,000 a month, we're going to get it done. But, uh, you know, from my experience, you know, and these numbers, these benchmark numbers, this is what you need to do to obtain results. And it's different for everyone. Yeah, it, it totally is. But I like the the honesty play because then you're you're up front. I think people will understand when you're telling them up front, even though the news isn't what they necessarily want to hear. It's almost like if you if you tell them up front, look, dude, this is going to suck. It's going to hurt for a little while. You're going to be sore, but at the end you're gonna have, you know, guns and freaking abs or whatever. Like now I, I believe you versus you just tell me, yeah, do this thing. You can eat all the pizza and ice cream you want you'll be ripped. Like, come mm -hmm. on, bro. Like for real, that's not really the result that we're, that, that I'm after. Yeah. And you're, it, it's all about your reputation too. So especially if you niche, if you niche and you're speaking to the same people and you're congregating where everyone is, your reputation is so important. I guess if you're a generalist and you're going after all industries and you, you know, you mess up and it's, Oh, we'll just go on to the next. It's, but if you niche your reputation's everything because you've chose where you're going to congregate. 
Yeah, that niche though, sometimes uh, it could be your your make or break, but it's also, it's also, again, it comes down to that brand, right? This is who you are. You're the PI guy that gets your SEO done the right way in the shortest amount of time with the greatest results possible. And then you get the best kind of marketing, in my opinion, is when you start showing results for these guys, word of mouth just takes off. And that, I mean, there's nothing comparable to word of mouth, am I right? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a, you've got a linear equation where it's inputs equals outputs and you got a nonlinear equation, which is referrals. And it's, it's what it's all about. It's hard to quantify, you know, and it's what it's all about. How do you guys prioritize the different uh, projects for a specific client? I mean, you're obviously in the mm -hmm. SEO space. There's other different types of approaches that you can take. You talked about backlinks. You talked about website. You talked about video content. How do you prioritize one service over another? It's a really good question. We have we hired data scientists to create our own. Um, if you go to rankings.io slash Manticore, you can see it. It's basically, it pulls in AREF's traffic value. It pulls in all their API and it looks and determines what the variables are for SEO that have the most impact. So we start there. I know a lot of studies from Brian Dean or Neil Patel and these guys, and these guys are fantastic, but it's across all industries. So ours is looking specifically at the personal injury space. So we start there and we focus. These variables have the highest impact and we analyze those and we kind of go down the list. And that's what we do. And, and it helps with the, the prioritization to have the most impact. All right. What about people who are getting into this, this uh, SEO space? And they're now thinking about starting an agency that is AI driven, a little more AI driven with a little less people into their industry. Mm -hmm. um, what insights do you have as far as building an agency is concerned for somebody who's getting into that space? Someone get in the agency space. There's a lot of resources. There's, you know, you got Jason Swink, you got Joey Gilkey, you got Ryan Stewart, you've got Nathan Gotch from an SEO perspective. So there's a lot of resources that you can go and, um, and speak to those individuals. So if you're an SEO agency, you can go to traffic think tank. Look, I, I don't get anything for these. I'm just saying what's, these are some of the ones that have helped me. The, uh, you know, the thing like AI, right? There, there are many forms. Leverage is a huge advantage, right? You can get, you know, there's labor-based leverage, which is more people, or there's technology-based leverage, which is, you know, chat GPT and AI. And um, those can help lend itself to more distribution and more profitability. So I think we we have to keep an open eyes around all of these because that that's what it's about is, um, you know, it helps for your distribution and the, the it, it, it's a time saver ultimately. And Again, if I was going to start an agency, I would try to get a mentor. That's always the the easiest uh, answer because it's the one that works the most, right? Mm -hmm. There's people who've already traded in that space. They already stepped in the holes. They already made the mistakes. So if people want to reach out and work with you because they don't want to step in those holes themselves, they literally are like mm -hmm. taking your advice. I need to find a mentor. Chris seems to know what he's talking about. He's working really successfully with personal injury attorneys. I want to learn more about what he's doing. How can people get a hold of you? Yeah, thank you. So if you're a personal injury attorney listening and you need help with your marketing, go to rankings.io. If you want to connect with me personally, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So just find me, do a search for Chris Dreyer. And there you go. All the social, all, all the socials up on the screen and you can connect with me and I'll answer any questions you guys have.
Chris, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Uh, you're you're a content machine, kind of similar to what I'm doing. It's one of the best things that I've personally felt I've done for my own personal brand. Uh, I always tell people, you know, I'm I'm I got a background in in real estate. Anytime I'm competing for a listing, my my go-to pitch is look. You're about to market your property. You're going to want to work with somebody who can market themselves. Google that agent's name. Google my name. Tell me which one does a better job in marketing, and then you can make your decision there. I think it's wow. such a huge impact just because I've been doing and conducting interviews like this, creating content on a regular basis. And I'm going to tell you, you know from experience as well, oftentimes my content flops. But every once in a while, we get some great pushes. And regardless of whether it flops or it does successful, you are constantly being ranked and found on Google, and that's the key for success. I want to make sure I give you a couple minutes here at the end. Any final thoughts before we head out, man? Just do it. Execution, execution. You know, everything's built from quantities. You can learn. You know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Um, create some habits to create content and learn every single day. Boom. That's it, ladies and gents. But do it every single day. Make sure you're consistently out there doing it. You're going to get better over time. I promise you. Don't be shy. Hey, Chris, I, I got one final question, man. You've been doing a ton of content, a ton of podcasts. What was mm -hmm. your experience like uh, creating content with us here on the Business Bros? Oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, I've had it. Great, great questions. Great conversation. Uh, I, I couldn't be happier. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, my brother. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Another episode of the Business Bros down. And it's one of the most important concepts that you can do. Look, your brand is that, 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 that important. You really got to spend time on building yourself up. The internet needs to find you. And the only way they can do that is if you shine a light on yourself, create content on a regular basis. And if you need help, especially if you're in the personal injury space, reach out to Chris one more time. His website's scrolling across the bottom. It's rankings.io, rankings.io. And you can find him on social, Chris Dreyer, uh, CO at the end. Go ahead. Every single platform is the same. By the way, I'm sure he did that by design. Doesn't matter what social media you're looking for, you're going to find the same handle all the way through. Make sure you guys check it out, rankings.io. Chris, thank you very much for being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.